Hello, lovely hogs. Andrew here, and we are so excited to bring Trusty Hogs Live all over the world. Yes, as you listen to this, we have one date left in Australia at the Sydney Factory Theatre. That is on the 27th of April. And then we are back in the Northern Hemisphere with Dublin. Yes, we are so excited to come to Ireland for the first time. We're bringing Trusty Dogs Live to the Laughter Lounge on the 4th of June. Tuesday the 4th of June in Dublin, there's going to be an Irish history lecture from Helen. There's going to be drunken karaoke. There's going to be problem solving. All sorts of chaos. All the usual. It is not to be missed. Make sure you get your tickets early because we are expecting to sell out. Trustyhogs.com forward slash tour for all the tickets and info that's Dublin on the 4th of June then we are into July with Bristol Brighton Edinburgh in August London at the Clapham Grand on the 16th of October and then we close out our tour in Manchester on the 6th of November so make sure you go to trustyhogs.com forward slash tour get your tickets quick because some of these are already sold out Uh, some of them are very nearly there and we cannot wait to see you Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, if you like Trusty Hogs, why not join our Patreon? Listen, we have an extra episode every single week if you do, which is amazing. And you can mm-hmm. listen to the backlog of them if you have just joined. You get all the 57 free ones that are already out. Additionally, we put up extra content, extra shows, extra live shows. And lately, an entire episode of a Solving Listener Problems called the Mailbag Special Edition 1. There's yes, so many please. treats on there. I think it's worth a fiver, if not more. Oh my God, come on, you fucking little piggy whores. Join us for £5 a month. You get everything and you can be our best friend. I love how they're the whores, but we're asking for their money. Confusing. Have a lovely day. Thank you, bye. Hello. It's the most wonderful time of the year. The thing is, the thing is for one, we're in total agreement. I fucking love Christmas. It's Trusty Hogs. Catherine's so happy. Oh, because I was sick for so long. I was sick for like three and a half weeks with bronchitis. I finished all of my Christmas shopping. Boom, boom, boom. Done. I just want to enjoy the Christmas season. I hate you and I love you at the same you time. You put up your Christmas tree in November. Yes. You don't get to judge me. Yes. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you. Through the fog, step forth the trusty hogs. Yeah, you're gonna give them your problems and they will solve them. Or maybe they won't. And that's your problem. They'll have guests and Andrew White on the tech. The trusty hogs, trust the trusty hogs, or maybe not. Welcome to Trusty Hogs, the podcast where me, Helen Bauer, and my friend, Catherine Bohart, amazing comedian, curly girl expert, <laughs> and all-round tight puss, discuss <laughs> our lives, what's That's happening with us. We're supported by Em and Andrew, and then you write in your problems, and we're like, whoa, you guys are fucking idiots. It's crazy, out there. Idiots. Wow. And then we say thank you and see you next week. Yeah. It's Trusty Hogs. Hi, Hi, Helen. You said two truths and a lie. Uh, my puss is tight, and yes. I am a good comedian. And but a the other day, you texted me and said we weren't really friends. Oh, I thought we were bantering. I, I found it quite hurtful. I was like, let's find a date to hang out, and you were like, yeah, yeah. I'm just currently trying to work out some dates with some of my friends, and then um, <laughs> as when soon I, as I said when it. I worked out my dates with my friends, I'll see what I have left for you. <laughs> I was like. Oh it's, my okay. god! Well, it's, it's, I pointed <laughs> out, and you were like, "Yeah, I guess I think of us more as like a a bud situation." And but, I was like, "Fucking knife me in the heart, why don't you?" That was where the banter came in with the "Oh, I've messed up here by referring to you as a non-friend," mm-hmm. which I was trying to sort out dates with friends, and I w- you are another friend, but I already had <laughs> these other. Da- I already had these other dates and yeah. drama in, yeah. which yeah. to be honest, I. I fucked it with the other friends as well because we kept on talking about seeing my neighbour Totoro and it is completely sold out. And we were trying to find a date for something that oh, was Studio Ghibli. sold out. Yeah. At the Barbican. Yeah, boy. Georgie went to see it and she said it was really good. Yeah, apparently it's really good. Yeah, she had a really nice evening, Aww. I'll be honest with you. But, but we got a date Andrew? In. Yeah, sorry. That, uh, Andrew, the... I just heard your phone playing a video. Are you watching no, no. other content while we try to make gold over here? No, uh, what happens is the Monzo, when you pay somebody on Monzo, it goes, ching. Uh, I was just paying you for your coffee, sorry. 
Apologies. Carry on. You can pay me I back the money. I can't believe you yelled at him for paying you for your coffee. <laughs> Particularly seeing as you ordered a coffee, you didn't like Blech. it because you took a risk. Toffee a nut toffee is a nut nut ice latte. I knew it was a bad Blech. choice. I don't like toffee's it. Toffee's not a nut. Yeah, you're so right. And also it tasted of... Oh my God, I've got so much beef with nuts at the moment. I love nuts. No, 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 but no. it wasn't nutty. The nut community has taken it too far at this point. Interesting. I saw a petite woman... Okay. on Instagram and I've been so you're already this video like I'm already why <laughs> why that's mad my algorithm is just pure fatties and it should be always that way she was basically saying like guys I just heard this amazing thing that if you take a date you open it up put a walnut in it and some peanut butter dip it in chocolate and freeze it it tastes like a Snickers and it's like it won't and then she does the whole thing she puts a bit of sea salt on it which is mad because I don't think Snickers has sea salt on the top she bites into it and she goes no way and that's the whole thing <laughs> like that I've is been like no way it doesn't and I wasted all these she just says no way and there's no way it tastes like a Snickers yeah obviously also that's like a Snickers that costs like eight times the price of a Snickers also, it's walnut propaganda also you know what's delicious what? Snickers. Snickers bars. Leave Snickers alone. Thank hey, um, a couple of parish announcements. One, oh. I was sick for three and a half weeks, so I did do all of my um, Christmas shopping. I've also sorted out every drawer in my house if anyone was worried. Oh, because they um, got so messy, had they? Yes, Helen. <laughs> one paperclip out the of place. Systems were I'll all. never survive. <laughs> oh, God, do you think there is one out of place? No, that was a joke. That was that's 100% horrible. a joke. Okay. I wouldn't be like that bad, babe. Okay. Okay. Um, so announcement number two okay. is that um, despite us not even being friends it seems my actual <laughs> friends go on holidays now and they don't bring me back gifts well actually that's a lie they do who so didn't bring you back case, a gift George did bring me back gifts but they also bring you back gifts and you <gasps> seem to be the priority when they're given over so they're like to be clear that's for Helen that's for, he that's for Helen and oh you're my like, god okay silly me for thinking this was all for me wait do you that's have a crazy. gift for me then well Georgie went to Disneyland with her she family Georgie Here's a lollipop with Mickey Mouse oh on it God. and Minnie Mouse on it. And the lollipop is genuinely as big as Helen's head. It's oh crazy. God. Or at least a tit. Sour, tutti, fruity lollipop naturally and artificially flavoured. Helen, look at me. Oh my look God. at me. Helen, look at me. You are not, and I repeat, not, not. to eat it on the podcast. Thank you. No, but like... Okay, good. Georgie, thank you so, 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 so much. Yeah, so you're welcome. And um, glad oh my that God, my I love friend it. got you a gift while she was away. She was thinking of you. Isn't that sweet? Oh, my God. And I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I know. I know. That's what's so magical. I know. It's lovely. It's really lovely. Thank you, Georgie. I appreciate it. My friends never buy you anything. Yeah, no, I've noticed. Nothing. I guess they don't even really think of me as your friend. No, though. bud. Bud. They always say, how's your bud Catherine doing? <laughs> how's that employer of yours? <laughs> oh, my employer <laughs> actually you know what I wanted to argue it and then it's like yeah no no it, and no <laughs> no no this is the best of both because I think we're like I'm the I'm a cool boss and we're friends and you're like <laughs> I think of you as neither <laughs> you're a cool boss but I do have this new verbal tick on stage where I say something in the audience like oh no not don't say that and I go my name's been Catherine Bohart at the end and like the five podcast listeners laugh loads and everyone else is like what like <laughs> I thought Catherine Bohart was Irish. <laughs> and it's sort of like, I'll go into a grey area of material. And I'm just like, this is my new favourite out of all time. So are you just saying problematic shit? And with you, I know it's I've problematic. got voice recordings of me on stage going, if anyone's wondering, my name is Catherine Bohart. <laughs> it's got You're bad. a shitbag. I know. You're a shitbag. I don't like that either, but You're it's become who I am now. Oh my God. I've become very honest on stage recently. Yeah, but that's not honest. That's the opposite of honest. <laughs> very you know what honest. honest means? I'm actually sick of people saying I'm just being honest. Um, this morning, my girlfriend... Was went, just being honest. Yeah, but she is constantly honest. And I'm like, please lie to me more. Um, and so she... We were doing our like worst fears because it was the morning and we're lesbians. So I was like, I wait, guess... Wait, wait, wait. So you wake up and you go, let's jump into a deeper meaningful. I made tea and coffee. We had sex. And then I made a... No, then we went for a walk and then I made us smoothies. Okay. Look, guys, I have sex with my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just don't think she'll want me to say it. But it's out there. I think she I think she suspects people know I'm not a virgin. Anyway, um <laughs> what? what? Unless you I guess lesbian sex doesn't count, so maybe I am. No, I have had sex. Does the it, point does it... is it does. Helen, and I've had sex with men. Can we focus? The point is, we're going through this like 
we've had our woke. We've had, so I guess we're out of nice things to do. So we're like, let's worry about our worst fears. So I was like, I guess mine is mainly that like we might, I might have think that we're compatible and then we might turn out not to be. She was oh like, yeah, I guess mine's not like maybe you're evil. <gasps> oh my God. And I was like, sorry, what? And she was like, yeah, I guess like I just worry that you're evil. Oh I, my- I was like, um, sorry, just to circle back. Do you mean like you worry that I will hurt you? Like that I'll ultimately hurt your feelings? No, she didn't you'll have say to think that. Of me as evil. And she was like, no, it's not that. And I was like, make it be that. I'm giving you an out here. Oh She's my like, God. No, just that like you might be like, you know, like quite like a sadist. And I was what? like, wait, what is a sadist exactly? Like, just evil. Somebody who likes to hurt other people. Like Maleficent from- in Disney. Yeah. And I was like, sorry, what is going on? And she's just like, yeah, I just like, hope you're not. Anyway. Holy shit. What does it mean? That she thinks, obviously it means she thinks you're evil. I mean, like, you know when someone says, oh, I'm worried you're like a psychopath. And then it's like, oh, because I've had that fear so many times. But then the rule is, if you worry you're a psychopath, you're not a psychopath. Because they wouldn't be worried. But what if your girlfriend worries you're a psychopath? That's different. (laughs) It is, right? Surely there's like an online personality evil test we could do with you to find out. No, No, this is her emotional work, actually. Okay. I feel like there should be like, you know, like those Kinsey scale tests? There should be one for evil. But did she say evil genius? Because that can be a compliment in this day and age. No, she didn't say evil genius. I'm going to voice note her. Okay. Hey, I'm talking about the evil thing on the podcast. Hi, hi. Sorry hi. if that's not okay. But um, the reality is that uh, Helen was like, did she mean evil genius? You didn't. Did she oh. mean psychopath? Maybe you did. Um, This is your emotional labor. So please, can you send some sort of like online personality test that I can take? Are you worried, Catherine, that asking this and putting this on her means that you're evil? I'm not evil! (laughs) Now I'm worried that I'm working with an evil person. I do have an evil percentage. Here we go, evil percentage, let's do it. Andrew got us a test. Thank you, you, bye! bye. (laughs) Okay, how does it work? Um, So there's 15 questions and it tells you what percentage evil you are. Let's go. Okay, so question one. How would you break up with a romantic partner? One, by dating someone else. She gets broken up with. Two, over a phone call. Okay, head on your evil, 100%. Um, (laughs) There's no debate in that. I know uh, that. Dating someone else, phone call, text message, ghosting, face-to-face, or none of these options. The thing is, practically Mm face-to-face most of the time, but... Also, I do usually then immediately date somebody else. So, like, emotionally, that's how I get over it. So, what's the answer? I'd say you break up with someone face-to-face. Okay, okay face-to-face, please. Next. Although I have once broken up with someone on Zoom, but they were in a different country. Okay, <laughs> that's fine then, I think. Yeah. Still oh. face-to-face. It was actually it? Skype because it was a long time ago. Still face-to-face. Still face-to-face. Is the accessible bathroom stall for everyone to use or just people with disabilities? Everyone, just me, it depends. Just people with disabilities. It depends. <gasps> okay, that's um, that's him. If uh, it's an emergency. No, it's more emergency as a disabled person. What if there's no one there? How do you know? Then surely one of the other stalls will be free. Yeah. Oh, then yeah. Then obviously, no. Obviously, if there's another stall free, I'm not going to. No, you've got it. First answer's locked in. Okay, yeah. I can't, can't get back now, actually. Um, how often oh, God, do you post... I'm going to get killed on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how often do you post positive comments on your friend's um, social media photos? Sometimes, all rarely, all the time, never. All the time. All the time. And, and then follows up with a message being like, I'm sorry. I just have to say how fucking glowing you were yeah, in that. Yeah, I'm a pervert for so my friends. You so much more Joanne McNally when you do. Damn it! Yeah, it was really weird. I'm not a full pervert for my friends on Instagram. Yeah, that's very sweet. Yeah. Uh, the real cheerleader. You are walking in a group on a narrow sidewalk and see another person walking towards your group. How do you handle the situation? Straight I tell around. everyone to get into single file, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> single file, everyone. Uh, okay, that, that, that's not an option, actually. Oh. Uh, what the options are, uh, tell the person they have to cross the other side of the street. No. Um, do not move so they have to walk to avoid you or no. move behind or ahead of your group. That so one, yeah. That one, ahead, but I'd be like, single file, everyone. Yeah. Um, it's like a primary school teacher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're wearing high visits as well. <gasps> That'd be so cute. That'd we be can so crocodile. Cute. I want to be with them. <laughs> I was once for, uh, for a walk in Victoria Park with Charlie Clive and we saw you know those kids in the string yeah. full of uh, high vis and she was like look a, calor- a caterpillar of joy and I was like Aww. a caterpillar of joy is exactly right anyway not the point I'm getting on. a feeling you're not going to be evil Catherine. no I so do no, this is the thing it's all an act is it acceptable to text while eating other people no depends yes is the other person in the bathroom 
Yes, I text all the time when eating with other people. Sorry. Yeah, I do that too. Uh, when do other people want to hear about the new uh, diet you're trying? Oh. Uh, unsure, whenever I want them to hear about it, never, or when they ask. Never, and also I'm not on a diet, ever. Yeah, it's a bit weird hypothetical, that one. Um, how much perfume or fragrance should one wear in public? Small amount, none, moderate amount, as much as one wants. I've got loads on right now, and I feel... As much as one wants. Thank I'm you. like, all the perfume in the world, please. In your opinion, how should one speak on a cell phone while in a crowded space? You should not quietly and respectfully in a strange accent to confuse those around you or however one wants quiet and respectfully okay uh question nine how would you stress that something is important in an email by using all caps another way by typing the words this is important or by clicking the important flag caps 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 you'd all caps it your emails are very good caps and exclamation marks and because I think my emails are good because they seem friendly but are also highly oh, efficient. They are so efficient. There's no mm-hmm. waffle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's straight to the point. Yeah. Uh, have you ever responded to conflict by using the phrase, it's only business? Yes, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would love it if you'd ever said that full stop. <laughs> it's only business. Yeah, have you ever had a conflict at work? Like a comedy conflict? Obviously, like there's things for all of us that are frustrating. Like, so you get a job that you really want to do, and then like it falls through, but you've already said no to another job and you want to get it back. Like yeah. stuff like that. There's, but there's not there's not really anything you can do about it. Yeah, I I in when when there is conflict, I feel like that's what you pay your twenty percent for. That's what like my agents for. If there's a real conflict, I'm hiding behind Hannah, going get him, Hannah, get him. That's so true. Yeah, I'm like a coward. I would, but also the idea of saying like it's only business. I would literally only ever say that after sex. <laughs> <laughs> As a fun bit. I'll put, I'll, I like so it. I'll um, put yes, but I was trolling. <laughs> one of the options. Um. Uh, you enter a doorway and notice another person about five steps behind you heading to the door as well. Do you hold the door um, open for them? No, depends, yes. Uh, or would you actually close the door quicker? I'd hold it open. Yeah. Very good. But uh, manners and evil are different. I feel like this is a bad It's true. This isn't, this isn't quite evil. It's not like, no. oh, have you committed any... It's like sides? social... She's texting, that's evil. That is... I will count that against Sorry. You. Sorry. Well, Can five, we finish the quiz? 5% to whatever your, your answer Yeah, is. thank you. Uh, you are seated on a crowded bus when an elderly passenger boards. Do you give that person your seat? Only if you're not getting off the next stop. Yes. Depends on how badly I want to sit. No. <laughs> yes, but not like happy about it. <laughs> like, yes, they should have Catherine gives it up for fear of judgment from others, not yeah, for the elderly person. It's so true. So that's like a half so nice true. answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do give it up for them, but like I also wish that they've Regretting gotten them. a taxi. She also pretends to have <laughs> a limp when she gets. Yeah, they all should get all in a the taxi. taxi. I wish they all had enough money to get taxis. Yeah, I think the elderly shouldn't have to go on public transport if they don't want to. Okay, yeah, fair. So they can yeah, like Catherine a... believes the elderly should be hidden from society because <laughs> she wouldn't have to see them. Because they make her sad. Would you like like an yeah. underground network and just keep them separate? Keep yeah. them separate. I also wish that I'd gotten a taxi. Like I wish I, ha- I wish one of us had the money to get a taxi. That, you know, that's all I'm saying. And I feel like advantages generationally have, have meant that they should have saved enough for a taxi, not me. Mm, that's fair. I think this, this one, next one's very. Um, but I still give them my on soup. soup. Spent it all on soup. Don't old people just eat soup? Um, Okay. Um, a rather pushy <laughs> acquaintance in your life has been sending you repeated text messages. How do you respond? Say that again. A rather pushy acquaintance in your mm-hmm. life has been sending you text messages. How do you respond? Uh, Stop putting your clip through you your hair. You'll ruin your curls. You'll messages. ruin your curls. You'll ruin your curls. Okay, go on. Um, text back and tell them they have the wrong number. None of these. Text them to tell them to stop texting or don't respond. Just close to them. Don't respond. Don't respond. Yeah. And the final question before we get your evil... Oh, no, it's the penultimate. You spot a wallet on the ground that is filled with cash. Take the money, leave the wallet, leave it, contact the owner, take the cash and contact the owner. That's not fair. She's got Catholic guilt. I would contact the owner. Yeah, immediately. And fine, this is actually a funny one now. You're right. Um, it's not because I want to. It's because yeah. I've been told that I'd it's be killed. going it's to killed. hell if I didn't. Yeah. Uh, which of these people would you choose to hang out with? Helen. Um, oh, they're all like comic book references and stuff. That's yours? Uh, Thanos, <laughs> um, <laughs> Deadpool, Joker, Darth Vader. Um, I don't... doesn't matter. You just have to say. I think Deadpool? Yeah, I think that's the... the... That's the fun answer, isn't it? 
It's like the only non-nihilistic, like weird, creepy old man answer, isn't it? Yeah, I think Joker's so. only in his forties. Oh, but the, I don't have. He's the not. Is he in his forties? I don't have. The, Surely he's not. He's not older than that. I do not have the. Because he's still living with Mummy, isn't he? And he's still trying to figure out what he wants to do. No, the thing is, I'd be attracted to Joker, and I'm trying to save him. I, it's not for me. You got a savior complex. Yeah, he's unsavable. Yeah. Uh, what? Well, you're only. Well, we had to add five percent for the texting during the yeah. talk, but um, including that, you're only ten percent evil. Bullshit! But I'm actually only 5%. Yeah, and no. the quiz only 5%. Oh my God, this is so great. She said, um, if you must talk about other podcasts, do but feels a tad redacted. And like something a redacted person might do. Let me know your results, I guess. Well, is redacted evil? That feels mean. It does. It feels like you're controlling the narrative. It really does, you know. It really does. Hey, I only got 5% evil. And it's because why? Um, uh, it says... Based on your answers, we believe you have little to no evil in you. <laughs> Who, what's the source? That was an evil laugh. Quizly.co. Quizly.co says I'm fine. Can we let it go now? I think they referenced it against the DSM and everything, so that's pretty good. Against it? the what? The, the, the diagnostic mental health manual thing. DSM. <gasps> Did it actually? No, no. Oh, not. you're being sarcastic. <laughs> it's a little joke, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I'm not evil. <laughs> I'm not evil. I'm just a dumb bitch. Have a lovely day. Bye. Okay, good. Okay, so you're not evil, but I understand <laughs> the fear. That's seriously what you're coming back to? No, only because I would be scared if someone said they were worried I was evil, but I'd also understand it because like, when you get really close with someone, you're like, oh, I hope, I hope this person is what I think they are. Yes, but... Like, I... it's just an automatic fear, isn't it? Sure, but you could hope that, like... But I, that's what I mean. It's like me being like, oh, I hope we're not incompatible. Not like... You seem like on a knife edge. Of, but I'm maybe like, that's just cruel. <laughs> it's like, what? I'm sorry, I'm watching myself in the camera because I can see that I've just gotten some Botox and my face is moving differently to when I was last year. And I'm like, is it normal? Am I fine? Is it, I think I'm, that is what Botox does though, isn't it? Yeah, obviously, but I haven't seen it in this camera in this way. So I was just like, am I, do I still? Because I got more movement this time um, from the lovely Dr. Yu. And he was like, that was too much last time. Because it turns out um, he calls <laughs> Botox Bobo, which I love in text, but Bobo. not in a professional context, just in a personal context. Um, and I love it. So um, Bobo for Bobo? Come on. That that's cute, actually. Dr. Ian McKinnon knows what's up. <laughs> Full name. Um, I have to tell you what happened to me this morning. Did you get Botox? I had a cry. <gasps> no, but I did. I nearly got my teeth whitened. You know, yes. that thing. Okay. Well, that was, was going to be my cosmetic mean, procedure. Um, but then I went in and I spoke about it and they were like, yeah, but you wouldn't be able to drink coffee or wine for like, because your teeth become porous after it. And I was like, I'm not doing it. Babe, only for like 24 hours. I'm not doing it. 24 hours? It's like no caffeine, no wine. I literally was there to get fitted and I was like, no, it's not worth it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But wait, were they just going to let you do it at home? They were going to fit me for trays yeah. or something where you put the gel in and then you can whiten your teeth and I was like my teeth are white enough I'm not not having coffee no but Helen what you do is you do it on an, at night time after your dinner no. and then that's the first 12 hours sorted while you like okay snacky no, no 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 you wake up the next morning and then you have to eat whiter beiger foods but those are the best foods for how long for like then you only have like no, 12 they hours. were saying like a week because your teeth mm -hmm. become more porous just come on. No, I'm going to wait until they're just brown, like fully brown. And then I can really feel the benefit. You know when people gain weight to lose weight? You sort of like, because it's easier to lose okay, weight the bigger you are. Because it's like, well, if you watch The Biggest Loser, if you're like 600 pounds, you can drop 50 pounds like no one's business. But if you're 100 pounds, dropping 50 pounds is a lot. That's half your body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be, that'd That's be hard. So the bigger you are, the easier uh -huh. it is to lose weight in the same way like... You the browner people, your teeth are, the easier it is to whiten them. You think people are pre-gaming Biggest Loser? Wouldn't you? There's a cash prize at the end of it. I mean, Obviously, they're bigger souls. But then, like, the week before you go on it, you're going to fucking carb load, no? Because the higher your percentage is going in of body fat, the, the, yeah, the more you'll yeah. lose. Fascinating. I they're fucking binging up to last minute. I'm telling you. Wow. They're in a fucking cake pantry losing their minds. Oh, my God. I've got really into ice cream cakes now as well. Sorry, that, that's your segue? <laughs> that's, that's your segue. That's what we're doing? Okay, No, fine. I have to tell you why I'm crying. Because, I mean, I know I spoke to you about this just before we started recording, but, like, the state of our nation... You're not crying because of the country. Awful. You're not. You're not you're no, not, you're I not, was. You're not hopping from Botox to teeth whitening <laughs> to ice cream cakes to the state of the nation. Like, Catherine. Like, first Cat world problem, first world problem, first world problem. And this country, my God, it's on its knees. Just to be really clear, the ice cream cake is not a first world problem in any way. It is not a problem. It is just a joy. I agree. And also, I'm actually very good at making them. This, okay. 
good to know. I have an ice cream maker now, thanks to our listeners. And I am. Um, they bought you an ice cream maker? No, no but they got the money. Like, we- no, they the got what? one for their wedding and didn't want it. The Jespians. The Jespians. The yeah. So I got it. So I make. I made the most beautiful cinnamon ice cream, but I can make you an ice cream cake anytime. I would like an ice cream cake. Can I tell you about the state of our nation? No. I have to talk what about it. What could you possibly tell- find? I woke, up, I woke up this morning doing the curly girl method. Wait, you found out about the country this morning? Awful. <laughs> Awful what's happening out there. Um, and I said to Sunil Patel, I went, shall we finish watching Grand Design from last night? And he went, no, I'm watching Bailiffs. And I went, oh, you haven't watched Bailiffs in a while. And he was watching these. It can't pay, won't pay. The bailiffs are coming. That's you learned about the country. We'll I can't pay, we'll take it away. Yeah. That show's horrific. Why would you watch that? Awful. And um, I was, no, I wasn't watching it. He was watching right. it. And he was just watching it whilst half playing on his phone. Single mother. Yeah, Helen, it's grotesque. She's got a disability where her limbs don't work sometimes. He couldn't remember what it was. And they, she owed £2,000 of childcare. And she was crying, and then I started crying, and then Sunil, I went, I can't watch this, and then Sunil went, No, you have to watch it. You have to learn about politics. Awful. How is that learning about politics? Awful. That's and learning the same, about cruelty. Same year, to... Matt Hancock came third, and I'm a celebrity. We we have to change people. We have got to vote differently. Okay. And I'm sorry to be the person that breaks this to you. I don't think that you're people breaking. People don't anyone. know about what's happening out there. I think people it are aware is that. Um... Awful. The state of our nation. There is no social mobility. That's yeah. a new phrase. There's, there's people no, but, can't afford heating. Um, yes, you know, no. there's middle class comedians talking about how they're not turning their heating on. I mean, they are, but like they're talking about it. Yeah. And this is something that needs to be discussed. Yeah, it's obviously horrific. And I think the change starts with us here at Trusty Hog. You think here is where the change starts? The change starts yeah, transition today. Transition this into LBC. <laughs> the change starts. Is this LBC style? Yeah. I thought that was just people riding up taxi drivers. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually, I think, for taxi drivers to ruin my rides, but yeah. But is the solution just to tax, tax the, the rich and yes, then use that, that money? Is, that has been the solution that no well, one's Well, then why tried. is no one doing it? Because the rich are the ones who are, can give all their money to the government. Yeah, but then, do we, then are we just at a point when we have to guy forks it? But like not fuck it up like he did. I think we're at a point where it would be nice if people in this country trusted people with accents that didn't come from a specific class grouping and such that people who have actually have lived experience might what, be able like to the, uh, in government. The working class hero, Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> didn't he go to a private school and was raised in like a massive estate or something? Yeah, but my, like that. my point is like there's a specific set of language and a specific set of accents that we think are acceptable for politicians and then we're surprised... That's when, so true! And then we're surprised when none of those politicians have any empathy or lived experience for the kind of problems that most people have. We also seem to be allergic to experts for reasons like I cannot get on board with Yes, yeah, we listen, we think the politics are the expert, but like, mm. so I remember when I first realised it was, this is so weird, this is like a decade ago, but I was watching The Thick of It, which is the first time I realised that people just get put in whatever department because you remember that big uproar a couple of years ago where it was like they can't be education secretary if they've never been a teacher mm. but none of them had ever been teachers mm-hmm. and then they would just move you around and then suddenly it would be health secretary, mm-hmm. secretary or in charge of like women or in charge of like like whatever but also if you are an expert this country everyone's like dweeb and you're like like David Miliband, that was everyone's big issue. It was like, seems like kind of a nerd. And it's like, can we, God, good God, can we have a nerd, please? Jesus, what was the David Miliband thing? What was it that we didn't want him because he was a nerd? I know, I know yeah. the, the Miliband brothers. Like, Basically, Ed has come good, but at the time I yeah. would say Ed was not the better candidate. Yeah. I think David was much more, yeah. in my opinion, uh-huh. which certainly seemed more clued up, but he just had no charm. Whereas Ed had all the pizzazz. It's a pity they couldn't work as a little duo. But it's a popularity contest. If they taxed the rich, they wouldn't receive so much like money. But then like the difference it would make to so many people's lives. Yeah, obviously. Like, because it's, it's Amazon and stuff, because they're offshore, right? So yeah. all, I am honestly... Helen, I wish that you could say any of this, like you're not just finding it out today. No, but I'm, I'm putting it all together today. I'm putting it all together. Yeah, and it's Time's like, up! You love a jigsaw? <laughs> it's what? You love a jigsaw. I love a jigsaw. And it's like, you know all this stuff and you're like, I fucking hate them. And it's like, oh, it seems so simple, but they're not doing it. They're not doing it. And then you just sort of like, but the reality have, seeps have... in and then you're just sort of like, oh, fuck. And still? But they still? have no incentives to do any of it. That's the thing. All of this incentive skewed the other way for them. Because the incentive is like money and staying popular with their big rich friends. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, then do we just need to bomb all the private schools? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> just start, Whoa. honestly. Not during summer holidays! <laughs> during summer holidays! Just to be clear. 
I mean, this is this is a very topical debate. I mean, not the bombing. Can we part, just? Can but... we just? Can we just? Can we just say? Sorry, I just like to offer an alternative, which is close, close down the. Pro- <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that that. that yeah, obviously. The that buildings all... are nice. We could have public schools in those. Mm-hmm. What's the best way to close down a school? Is it just accuse everyone or... of like sex predator? No, we could, we could. No, sex we could. We could. Sex just... predator behavior. This is also cancelable. We could just use the schools for public schools instead. Yeah, exactly. And not not close them down. Use them efficiently. Like pay everyone. Pay teachers fairly. Accommodate for people from all parts of the community being educated together. Because then that like allows social mobility at the earliest levels. Yes. Like and instead of shutting people yeah. off. And yeah. The other thing as well is if the children of rich parents are in state schools and the rich parents will be invested in the state schools. Exactly. Yeah. They'll donate. They'll get involved. It all kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, because I know because um you can like buy stuff for a private school and then your kid gets more like a better quality of education or a better write up because in the Gilmore Girls, um Rory. <laughs> goes to a private school called Chilton and her grandmother Emily makes a donation to a rare owl in the first season on behalf of Rory. She does. She also buys her a different skirt and different jumper for every day of the week. It's like, who's changing their kilt every single day? Absolute. Once a month, okay, then you'll Emily, be fine. You like, you're only in it for a couple of hours a day. You know and if you're doing I mean? anything dirty, the skirt's coming off anyway. And the bike sheds are clean. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah don't be a bitch like, about it. You know what right, I mean? Emily, that's a bit shaming. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad. But I, I feel like it's good that we discuss these things. I'm going to write up all my thoughts on my parish announcements <laughs> notepad hey, for my new political agenda. I would Because lo- it's so simple. I'd love if you had a politics corner. I'd also love if you were a politician i'd love if lots of people were that weren't that are not currently in the mix hey i'm, I'm into politics it's just so easy now i it, just don't get it i know it's profoundly alarming it's so perturbing that he would put sick patients back in nursing homes and give his friend ppe contracts and everyone's like but he'll eat a kangaroo test oh, so don't. he's a cool dude even after the like, ppe thing when he gave all the tests to boots to resell to us mm-hmm. even though we'd already paid for it through taxes and then we suddenly have to buy our tests mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. I'm like it's so funny I'm moving that... Guam it's... I'm moving Guam sorry Guam? what yeah you're moving to in Guam the Caribbean is that where it is <laughs> <laughs> I'm going there I just realised can we just talk about how teachers have the hardest job in the world I'm so tired after the last eight minutes and all I've done is answer quite obvious questions but it's good to be discussed no obviously it is of course it is time's up oh, also I just, just, a, just a correction sorry Guam hashtag actually, Helen too sorry where is Guam it's South, South it's America Oceania oh is it the coast of Australia my bad. oh I thrive there yeah oh let's send me there can I just where, where are you going Guam, Guam. I'm still Guam it's because I was watching a you know the statistics things about divorces what no. in the world and it was like one of those like time-lapse videos you know the time-lapse oh, videos of like have really high rates of divorce oh my god where did that come from well just you said it and i just remembered that we do why probably because we all have starting really high your standards. morning talking about your biggest fears <laughs> or that. Or that. i'm a pancake club chill out <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, no, wrap it up. Tell us tell us the last message from oh, your girlfriend. Sorry, Ellen says that was an evil little chuckle though. <laughs> Helen's right. Maybe Helen's evil. I should stop casting aspersions. It's probably Andrew. It's oh god, it's me, isn't it? <laughs> she's, she's really she's really gotten a roller coaster there. That was Um I would say I was evil, but my primal astrology says that I actually mean well in everything I do. So <laughs> I can't be evil. Um, should we have on our guest? I think it's probably time. I think it's time. Because time's up and it's time <laughs> for our wonderful guest. Please welcome to Trusty Hogs, it's Mary O'Connell! Hello, we are doing a live Christmas show for Trusty Hogs. It's called Hog Hog Hog, like ho ho ho, but Hog Hog Hog. And hog, you can hog, drink hog. egg hog. Um, yeah. It's like eggnog, but with bacon in it. Mm. Egg hog. <laughs> Only at the Bill Murray pub on December the 18th for Trusty Hogs Live. Hog Hog Hog. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Welcome, Mary O'Connell! Hi, Mary! <laughs> Hello! Hi, how are you? I'm all right, I'm good. How yeah. are you guys doing? Good, thank you. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Driving, I'm going to be that person that shoves the microphone in yes. your face because yeah, yeah. if you don't talk directly into it, it turns out me and Catherine are very loud. Um, yeah, that's not a surprise. Wow. Okay, Mary, I love you for that, but I was actually about to be like, are we loud or are you loud? No, you're a loud woman. I'd say all three of us. Are, I've seen you. I can be loud as well. Yes, oh, yeah. can I was be. Just, I was I've deflecting. just seen your nails and I'm so sorry. Also, <laughs> these are amazing. Thank oh, you. Yes, They've got Mary all the different emotions on them. Yeah, yeah. So good. The red so one good. is like frowning. I love it. Why? Love it, love it, love it. Because it's like, you know, I have range. <gasps> yeah. There we I love go. It. I love it. Also, is that share on your T-shirt? Yes, it's my, oh my T-shirt. God, so have you? It's your T-shirt. <laughs> That's so good. It's so good. Just to it. check, has everyone seen the best share video of all time? Which one? When she remakes West Side Story, but she plays all the parts. No, <laughs> I haven't seen it is, that. It's like my like kryptonite. Like I can't what? stop going back to it. It's been like a years long love affair. When did she make that? So this is like back in the day, and this is what the rumor is. I don't know if this is true. That share had like the share show whatever and then there was like money left over and they were like we need to fill all this airtime and she was like well I'll do West Side Story and they were like oh well what do you mean Russell she's like I will do West Side Story <laughs> and they went no and she's like and I'll be playing all the parts and she genuinely oh, does it's like 22 camera. minutes long oh it's all the songs and like she comes on as the Jets and the Sharks <laughs> when you're a Jet you're a Jet and it's so <laughs> fucking I cannot recommend it enough share West Side Story type it in now and then come back to us everyone's already gone they've already gone they've to gone do we've that. lost everyone <laughs> I'd be gone if I was listening I wouldn't still be talking about do other musicals she should do all of them. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see her doing Sound of Music because then that's seven kids as well as the parents. I think she could skip some. Wh- which songs in Sound? Do you, are you Sound of Music fan? No, like as in skip some music. <gasps> some of the kids. I'm, I'm not really. I never really make it past the nunnery. So because I find what? I know. I'm sorry. Like I, like, I like musicals, but whenever people are like, "Yeah, Nazis and Sound of Music," I'm like, "Where? Like when? When do they come in?" <laughs> um, sixteen going on seventy. Rolf is the first Nazi that you come across. I like that she made a dress out of curtains. I'm pretty sure that that's true. Correct. Right? She did. Yeah. yeah. My favorite thing. I like that. And then all the kids wear curtains. Yeah. Um. Is, yeah, not gotten past. Are you serious? Yeah. What's okay. your favourite film then? I love um, Singing in the Rain and oh, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. Rose. <laughs> I'm so quirky. I like the old films. <laughs> <laughs> Sound of Music is pretty old. Don't listen to her. She thinks reading books is quirky. Like, she's just, <laughs> it is. We it get is. it. You <laughs> can read. Like, that's Helen's whole vibe. Do not stress about this. Um, how's your day been? It's been good. I was at work uh, earlier today. Um, I had a pret sandwich on the tube and Chicken now I'm here. Chicken bacon Caesar, I already yeah, asked. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> big day. Yeah, yeah. Here's my question. How do you find the very short days of winter since we are, we're, by the way, very excited about Christmas now. I feel like we can see the hope at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. but how are you finding it? <laughs> it's hard to get out of bed. I don't really mm-hmm. like leaving my warm bed mm-hmm. to, to do something mm-hmm. and be cold. Are you a hot water girl? No. No. But hot water girl being a hot water bottle. I left out a word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't. Catherine out, fucked up. Hard. Catherine fucked up. I will day. microwave one of those sort of like rice bean bag things. <gasps> hot bears. But they smell weird. They do smell. Why but you can get like a lavender weird? one, and it's sort of like it's just overpowering lavender. Okay, that sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. so that cute. Sounds nice. She's fancy. I'm going to do my yearly promotion for the long hot water bottle now. I call it Longy. Um, Alison Spittle wore one um, two episodes ago, Excuse and it's me, the, you. I, I told you all about this last year. Okay, it's a long hot water bottle. How? That you can wear around you like a sash or around your tummy like Alison did. Or you can do what I do, which is like lie down and have it all the way down between my legs. So I get a hot cunt and hot feet. <laughs> and Does that just... make you feel like you're wetting yourself? Little bit. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. 
but I'm not. I'm not. That's the magic of it. Um, it's incredible. It is a game changer. Get yourself. I, I call it Longy. I know there's an actual name for it. Um, Emma Long Black bottle? bought me mine, but I know you can get them in Primark now. Oh, wow. And I cannot recommend it enough. Longy. Okay. Longy. Get a okay. Longy. And it's going to be an absolute game changer for you. And how about this? For periods. Like you could wrap it yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or just stop having periods. How about that? <laughs> just stop it. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> Can I, can I, I quickly it. tell you I had a period miracle the other day? What? How oh was God. it? I know you two all appreciate this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started a bit early, so I wasn't prepared for it. Mm-hmm. I woke up at like 5 a.m. and I was like, why am I awake? I'm so tired. I don't need a wee-wee. Sometimes you wake up and you're like, oh, because I, I need a wee-wee, right? Mm-hmm. You still say that to your adult self? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 31, I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, is it wee-wee time? Yeah. <laughs> Out loud. And so they was like, bed, beddy, go bed. <laughs> um, Why are you in his room? <laughs> and I sat up and I was like, oh my God, I think I've started my period. No, sorry, Helen. Sorry, Andrew, you're typing like, um, you hate me again. Sorry, sorry. Thank you so much. It's the loudest typing in the world. <laughs> okay, thanks so much. It's like he's wearing acrylics, but he's not. So how is, <laughs> how is he so loud? It's like, you, I don't know why you hate But my me. period woke me up and I only had the tiniest stain on my sheet and mattress. Just the tiniest, to the point where I didn't even change the sheet. It like, went still through like to that. your mattress? Just the tiniest bit. Do you not have bit. a protector? Yes, I do, but I have not put that on. So, and this is what you count as a miracle. This is the miracle. Yeah, I woke up and, it's, <laughs> and I, that would have been and it would have been like a day one bloodbath. But instead, but my body up, went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not. You, you're not going to vanish this. So why are we playing around? Went to the bathroom, shoved in a cup. Easy. And I just thought, like, wait, you so know, you, why, that counts. That's shareable. But you know when you wake up in time. <laughs> I love that from there. Yeah, that counts as a conversation. Sure. It does, because do you remember your, wait, honestly, hand on heart, do you remember your teenage mattress? Um, yeah, sure, yeah. A bloodbath. No, I had a mattress protector and war protection, like war stuff. But you don't know when it's going to start when you're a teenager. There wasn't apps. Yeah, but I had a mattress protector. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Fuck both of also, you. Also, there weren't apps, but there were calendars. <laughs> yeah. And just sort of like... Yeah, but who tracked it as a teenager? I was too busy calorie counting, babe. Like, I've got enough counting going on. I could do it all. I could do it all. You were thriving. I was thriving. I've got a friend who once perioded on her bed and a guy came back and she wasn't expecting a guy to come back. And he went, oh, what's that? And she went, oh, my God, this, oh, jeez, this mouse. <laughs> Miscarried <gasps> on my bed. That's not that's no joke. She saw that a mouse miscarry on her bed, and no. the guy went, "Oh my god!" What? And then they had sex. How was? <laughs> how could he be like? Oh yeah, you know Simpson. when a mouse was miscarrying. <laughs> Why? Like, how would she be able to identify that? She obviously couldn't. She just no, that but was like. Her but the fact that he wait, believed Mary? that is she a vet? No. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> So oh the guy God. was like, "Oh yeah, that must be true." Like, yes, you know, women must know about the reproductive sort of like organs of, yes. of all creatures. Yes, wow. But that was the That's lie incredible. her brain went to. That's like, incredible. obviously, like, there's a, a point of life where you're really embarrassed by the idea of like vaginal blood. So you say, "Oh, I, just, I had a cut," or like, "Oh, it's like it's blusher or something, whatever." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> guys don't know. They don't know in general. But mouse miscarry. But honestly, guys will believe anything at that yeah, age. Well, I was going to um, say you could not get away with that with a lesbian. You couldn't be like that's blusher they'd be like do you need to read like do we need to, like, <laughs> do I need to buy you some books on feminism are you okay do you want to hear the best thing I think a guy has ever believed yes. this is a story from a friend of a friend of a friend okay okay she was like a teenager she was being broken up with by the boyfriend and mm-hmm. at that point he was the love of her life okay are we talking late teens L- like yeah late teens mm-hmm. how long but, like, have they been dating I'd say like six months but okay. at that point like it's been everything right yeah 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 he went, I'm breaking up with you. And she went, no, you can't. You can't. You can't. He went, no, I'm doing it. She went, I've got cancer. <gasps> wait for it. Wait for it. And he went, what? What sort of cancer? And she said, arm. Arm. And he arm believed cancer. it. So which makes me oh think that God. he's in the wrong. Arm. Arm. Oh Did he ask Come. which arm? No. Like- she went, arm. And he was like, no. Arm. Arm. <laughs> You can't be lying um, about You can't be lying cancer. about cancer. You can't be lying about it. But if you're going to, <laughs> just pick a cancer. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> but you must have lied as a teenager. No, this is, I mean, not this was my lie, but you must have. Never about cancer. Not about cancer. Some people just wear headscarves. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's not a long con. <laughs> it's really cute. I swear everyone has a story from someone in their hometown who faked cancer. Yeah, as soon as you said it, I can think of one person from university. Don't even try it like you're from the best place. Where are you from? I'm from London. Oh, there's she's loads of people running around she's London. She's and they had things to do after school. Some of us had to have fake pregnancies, fake cancer. <laughs> oh, fake, fake pregnancies. Fake yeah. pregnancies. I did fake boyfriends, yeah. We just had like real pregnancies at my school. There was one year where maybe like 11 girls got pregnant in like the top three years or something. What? And that was, that was quite a lot. Was 11 quite pregnancies in years 11, 10 and 9? Yeah. Fair fucking play. So, me like not getting pregnant as a teen, success story, basically. Nice. Yeah. We never heard about the pregnancies in our schools because the girls would just um, leave, be, be whisked <gasps> away. Like in Philomena. Uh, no, because I was born in the 80s. I know you think I'm 100 years old, but, yeah. um, but no, not They get at all. sent to a convent and the babies get sold no, to we America. No, we were already at a convent. It was school. And then they were taken like to a place where you could to be pregnant. Like more a, like hardcore a, convent. I, no, I was going to say like a public school where people weren't like incredibly judgmental. Wow. Our school had a play school inside of it. Our secondary school. <laughs> Called Like what? a little Courtmore play group was inside of Courtmore School. <gasps> and That's so smart. Yeah, it was adorable. That is cute. How many times did you sneak in for your... Just a huggy baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you could see them from some of the math classrooms and it was like, oh, they're having so much fun. (laughs) You were jealous of the children of the children? Aren't you always jealous of the children? Like, do you remember when wet play was like the biggest event in the day? Are we still talking about children? What's happening? Wet play... What, thank you, Em, for, for nodding along. I know what soft play is, but what's wet play? Like wet painting? Play is, it's when it's raining outside and you have to play inside. Wet play. Oh. <laughs> what did you think wet play was? I had no idea, but the either way, it's horrible. The queers were like, what is she talking <laughs> about? <laughs> okay, cool. So it's for children and it's inside. Yeah, because like, there's only like... So when you're growing up, right, so you've got your classic playground. I don't know what yeah, London yeah. playground games were. What did you play in London? Um, hopscotch. <laughs> we had... Okay, we now had you're chalk. from the 60s. Hopscotch. Right, we had chalk and pavement. Hopscotch. And chess. And... <laughs> Please tell me you were just doing hopscotch and cat's and cradle. And that was it. We played mummies and daddies. Yeah, clearly. That was a <laughs> that was a classic one, like inventive games. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Red Letter? Yeah. And oh my god, this you have missed out on a childhood. I'm sorry. I'm I feel just, like there were just babies being raised around you. Learning to read. I, oh. Um, uh, oh, right okay. There. All right. She's she's still trying to read. Okay. Sour, tutti fruity, <laughs> lollipop, naturally and artificially flavored. Net WT two Oz five fifty six grams. Nice. Well done. Nice. Uh. nice. And what kind of kid were you at school? I was quite good. I was I was a bit of a goody two shoes until yeah. maybe about like fifteen, which is when I got real, I got real attitude problem. <gasps> Did you? But no, nothing major. Nothing major. I mean, like all the girls in school, because I went to an all girls school. Um, uh, gross. Sorry to hear yeah. it. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit, it's a bit dead. It makes you really weird, right? It does make you weird. Yeah, I think it. I think it makes you like if you put aside all of the like obvious issues with it. I just think it also just like makes you weird. But in what way? Because it's like I couldn't understand going to a separate gendered school like certain things you wouldn't do if boys were present and so and like you do them and kind of like normalize doing them at school i don't i don't i can't think of anything i just think it makes you hyper aware of your gender in a way that like i'm sure girls in in mixed schools are too of course Mm. but it's just so it makes it such a singularly identifying characteristic in you formatively i think yeah and also makes boys and that difference so distinct that you're kind of terrified of them. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Also like but then why are you all such sluts? Because we didn't know how to deal with them. Private girls' schools are, honestly... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, you're losing your virginity, which is mad, because we used to call the private girls' school in our town the Virgin Megastore, which is mad, because they ain't, they ain't a virgin there, Parthia and I. I'm not sure Tell you that for nothing. comfortable with slut-shaming children as you are, but I guess... <laughs> teenagers! I guess... Teenagers! I think... It's either that you're, if you don't know any boys, you think like mm. sex is a way of getting affirmation, mm-hmm. or if you 
or in my case, are so terrified of them that you're like almost avoid them because you don't know how to deal with them because you're like, hey, they're a different species. I yeah. don't, know, I don't know how to deal with <laughs> but it. But would it be that your like brother would like bring home someone from his school and you'd be like, oh, here's my chance to practice? I'm not really because my brother was four years younger than me. So I was like, oh, your children. Okay, that's cute. That's but cute. But it would be more like my mom would bring home like a male friend and I'd be like, hello, sir. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I have to go upstairs now, please. Um, so I was more like But that. then is it at uni then the, bo- the first time both of you like properly like... I went to yeah. a mixed sixth form. There we like go. Yeah, about it's time, about time. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's such an alarming time to hang out with them for the first time. No, You're like, hello, hormones. They all had beards and I was like, when did this happen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's crazy. Also, yeah. from the experience of like, mixed school to like mixed college but like that is when the boys hit their fucking cuntiest I felt like 16, 17 they became their self-awareness and their awareness of like being attractive they started like that's when negging became a thing I felt like I remember being called like fat and like being like devastated by it by a friend's boyfriend oh, and like but it was just like but that's when they started with their like trying to like show off to you and like yeah, putting yeah, like yeah. Uh, yeah not yeah. good it's not a great age to meet them I'd say no, I think I... To meet them. Like, they're a subspecies. <laughs> yeah, I also just think that, like, it would have been good for me to have been in classes with boys. Like, I think I kind of had this sort of intellectual um, reverence of Wait, what them. does reverence mean? You I thought think, they were smarter. Oh. I think, weirdly, I, I didn't realise I had that in me. But, like, mm-hmm. when you... I certainly was more intimidated to have intellectual debate with them because I'd never learned how to do that. Right. Because they were louder, certainly. I don't know if they were smarter, but they sure felt, felt louder and they certainly felt way more assured of their own views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong, I do think, like, I was very assured of mine, but it was just all very intimidating and new and, like, shouldn't have been because the world is, uh, like, has multiple genders. But you guys would have benefited mm-hmm. from seeing, like, boys being, like, super thick age 12. I think I really yeah. would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I could have done with a bit of the, like watching them fart into each other's mouths because then I don't think I'd have been worried about like what they thought of me. Also, so school wasn't about academics. It was about sexual tension, right? I like, also felt that way you had no sexual one else tension in my at the all-girls school. No, there would have been... Sure, do you not like look up Ellen. girls from your school that you were suspicious of now and go like, are you gay? Genuinely, I went to possibly like one of the straightest schools I've ever been to in my whole goddamn life. Are there straight schools? No. It was, no, no, no. Not no. deliberately, but they it does yeah, they don't. But they tried their best. Yeah. <laughs> and Could you imagine a kid showing up on day one and they're just like, absolutely not. Like, we're not doing Turn it. Around. Just the young girl with the shortest nails and Doc Martens. Fuck off! Fuck off! <laughs> School's hell if you presented anyway homosexual. When, or at least it was when I went to school for sure. The thing, I think I'm so lucky that at my school we had like two like or three out people like yeah. in our year group. Like like from, it must have been like year eight, year nine. Yeah. Not women though. Like yeah. it was it was gay boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was not, a, you were not, a, like it was very much a, I was terrified to say it and would have been an outcast if I had. And... Um, Jesus Christ. And actually a girl who I used to debate with and her sister came to an event that I was doing a couple of years ago in London. Yeah. And they were like talking about um, her her older sister having a wife. And I like did that sort of like straight people reaction of like, a wife? (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, yeah, like a wife. And I was just, I like was staring at her like, but you don't seem gay. Because like, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you... We went to our school, so you can't be gay. So I'm gay. Um, There's that just... fascination of like, oh, you did that you thing survived. that we thought that no yeah. one would do. Yeah, 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 yeah. and you survived. It's like, um, I, it's like that Simon Amstel bit where like gay people are like, have all been in a car crash and nobody else even knows about the car crash. So everyone's like a survivor. <laughs> or like, maybe it's a plane crash the point how many people can fit in a car listen <laughs> can you use any of this episode yeah <laughs> um, do we want to solve a problem now that we've made it very clear that I really none of want us know to anything? yeah let's do it no I'm, I just I, I promise that one day I will get over my fascination with um, all girls schools but um, that day is not today <laughs> clearly you should that day play is... a head teacher of one I feel like I see that for you in your career yeah I think you could be a Thank head teacher Brilliant. stop it no, no 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 Natasha Richardson and Wild Child is that who oh we're thinking? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. A private all-girls school. Yeah, yeah, And I get yeah. an American girl over whose mum is dead. And yeah. she's like, yeah. oh, my God, you guys, look at us. And I'm like, 
you must learn the English way by falling in love and fucking my son. Welcome to the UK. And that will be my message. I don't really see that for you. I could play a headmistress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought more like... I think more like, more fun. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's I kind thinking. of fun. Like, but Fuck like... my son? How's that not <laughs> fun? <laughs> I just think you'd be more of like um. I was thinking more like guidance counselor and ten things I hate about you, Alison Jenny, like writing porn while she's they... too sarky for you. You're, oh. you're yeah, more yeah, yeah. outwardly positive. Yeah, but like, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe like if there was like a girls' sports team or something, and there was like netball, t- uh, like netball yeah, and it's like you're gonna take them and and they're gonna defeat the boys or something like that. Like the boys have been really bad. And oh my god, like battle of the sexes yeah, yeah, style. Yeah. They maybe like damaged school property. And you're like, okay, we're not taking this lying down. Oh my god, you can be my center. <laughs> and you're be, tall, you can be my goal defense. I wouldn't Thank be playing you. a you're child welcome. on the team. I would obviously be the rule enforcement who is your assistant coach. Oh, the bursa, school bursa. I was saying assistant coach. School bursa. Fine, I'll be the fucking bursa, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, that team will be funded. Let's do a problem. <laughs> okay, right. uh, this is from R. Hi, R. Hello. Hi, R. Uh, and this is a problem with their cousin. Um, <laughs> We've not had one of those before. I love that okay. intro, Andrew. Also, I've got yeah. so many cousins, so I'm this, fucking me, ready for this. You've got so many cousins. I'm Irish. How many cousins you got, Mary O'Connell? <laughs> Quite a few. Yeah, like, Yeah, at least nine. Are you Irish? Sort of on my dad's side, but not really. What do you mean, sort of? Well, they're like, they're like, they just had like a long line of sons. Like, my dad isn't Irish, and my grandpop wasn't really Irish either. His name was Patrick, but... Patrick O'Connell. Yeah. <laughs> is it, it, it's so weird. Usually people rush to claim Irishness. You couldn't be more apathetic about it, just, and yet your name is Mary O'Connell. I know it's yeah, a very it's Irish insane. name, but people are sort of like like my family's from the Caribbean. I've got like it's, I don't really feel oh, Irish. The Caribbean. I'm going to Guam. <laughs> are you? It's not the Caribbean. Sorry, I'm not going there. My bad. <laughs> oh my god, have you been to the Caribbean? Yeah. Did you go to Disney's Castaway Key? No, I Never did not. Mind. <laughs> what, what's happening? Oh, what's happening with your bitch cousin? When people say they're from the Caribbean, they're not from Castaway Key. That's not. That's not what that means. It's not big with the locals. No. Um, Is it not? No. <laughs> <laughs> Helen's learning so much today. I'm sorry. You're just witnessing her taking a lot of new information. Okay, and I once booked flights to Saint Lucia. But I didn't go because um, COVID happened and we got them so cheap and we were like, we're geniuses. But that's because we booked right in the middle of hurricane season. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Okay, go, Andrew. Uh, so, so this cousin problem um, is uh, with their cousin lives in a different country. She's just turned 30, uh, is single and has never had a relationship. But... Hey, which one of my cousins wrote this in? <laughs> <laughs> so it's not about you. Wait, so Ara's cousin lives in a different country, is 30 and single? Yep. Yeah. But okay. was briefly sort of dating this guy. It wasn't uh-huh. a proper relationship, but they were dating, and he dumped her in May. Oh. Okay. Um, we all see where this is going, right? Yeah. No. Okay. I don't know. Do you? I, I feel okay. like I might. Cousin okay. fucking? No. Oh, oh, God. No. <laughs> was the next boyfriend fucking, I think. <gasps> Okay, so sorry. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. He jumps her in May. May yeah. was a long time ago, to be fair. It was. Um, this podcast. Which was... calendar are we using? No, that's yeah. it. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, he reels off all these cliches. It's not you, it's me. You're too perfect and it's too much pressure. Lies. That's absolutely sickening. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> You're too perfect and it's too much pressure? I've heard that one before. Anyway, she... <laughs> <laughs> um, the cousin doesn't recognise that these are all cliches um, and is just still really upset about it. Uh, doing the classic sort of let's work on this together, like trying to save this sort of could be maybe a relationship uh, really grieving and is talking about him all the time how long have they been dating um, for four months okay. four months okay so okay, now she's talking about him constantly yeah talking about him constantly to R still now still now and um, is this constant um, and she's struggling R is struggling to maintain empathy um, because it was only a four-month relationship, and it's not got, now got to the point that um, R's cousin is sending her poetry about it. That's not right. Um, no, no, no. No, I'm Cousins shouldn't share poetry with, with each other. That's I'm not with right. The cousin. I, I, I feel for you, R. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, she's um, so obsessed, and uh, even when she tried to kiss somebody else, uh, got so upset that she called R crying about it. Um, R feels a pressure to be there for the cousin because she's overseas, so she wants to reply to all her messages. But get, it's getting to the point now that she really can't maintain any empathy um, and keep, you know, l- looking after her emotionally like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
she asked says i guess i'm just being grumpy because i feel like i can't really be honest with her because she's so sensitive i think she needs to care less but it's easier said than done yeah how long do you let someone grieve a relationship i think she needs some tough love but should i be the one to give it well i saw in an episode of sex in the city oh that, here we go um, straight in straight in with the big guns <laughs> which philosopher said it uh yes i think it was carrie of course um, grieve a relationship like half the oh. time you were in the relationship which yeah. I think is too long depending yeah. on the relationship because yeah. what if it's like seven years like that's too long yeah. but four months I think it's been over like she's grieving longer than she was in the relationship oh yeah 100% she is so it sounds like the relationship isn't over in her head that's what the, my first instinct is that she is holding on to this being a possibility mm. and it's actually like she's not done the breakup mentally <clears throat> oh that's interesting so like yeah. Because I, I get this, like, I I mourned for a relationship that never actually happened. Like, just like an unrequited love situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years. Like, yeah. must have been like a year and a half, two years or something. But like three before I was like, oh, yeah. thank God that didn't work out. But did you send your cousin's poetry while you were in grief? That Personally, I didn't. <laughs> Personally, I didn't. But I think I did harp onto it drunk or like conversations would curve around to it a lot and I could notice and I've I've had that with friends when they've been in a relationship that hasn't happened they just keep bringing up keep yeah, bringing yeah, up yeah. I want to talk about it and I'm like oh this isn't I don't feel like this is even healthy anymore for us to talk about it because then we just have the same conversation mm-hmm. and we it seems to be riling you up more yeah because it's good to do it and you want to be there being oh yeah like why would you say all those cliches it's not enough it's not fair like this isn't how it's supposed yeah. to work out but there's a certain point where you're like look like this is just not healthy it's not good you really need to move on also like yeah people are entitled to not to want to be with you mm-hmm. and sometimes it is really awkward to break up with people and people do rely on cliches which are not ideal and not necessarily true but also like come from a place of usually not wanting to hurt yeah. the other person's feelings yeah. I'd recommend the millennial get out personally I don't which know which is the millennial get out is when you go like I think you need to talk to an expert about this <gasps> Oh, that's genius! Um, I, I did a bridge not... slightly the email, um, and there is there is a line that says uh, she's one of the few people I think could do with less therapy. <gasps> oh, no! oh, are you serious? I thought the millennial oh, get out no. was the only option. No, I'm afraid not. Oh no! <laughs> no! Oh no! Oh, I wonder if she's well says... in doubt. Send a friend to a therapist and let them put it all on them. Oh no! Do you think the therapist gets the poetry as well? You need to go to a therapist. That's different. That's different. You need to go to a therapist to figure out the OCD stuff sometimes. Okay, that's not the same. That's not the same. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so your advice doesn't count, Mary. That's I think she needs to like get like a book on like dark feminine energy and just sort of move on. Like dark feminine energy. What would that book say? It's just sort of like it's like a way to I don't know like. Uh, like meet with your like inner divine female but also like it's a little bit manipulative um, oh, to, like, to, to, like, to like manipulate men a little bit so she feels like she has a bit more control because uh, this was like this is her first relationship right she's not been in a relationship before so I can yeah. understand why she'd be holding on to this longer than yeah. you would if it was like you know like a few relationships yeah, in your yeah. life but but she needs some like she needs to feel empowered again because I feel like she feels very helpless yeah, I will say the tough love actually just sat like my first instinct was like, oh my god, don't be tough. But I do think actually, there is a helpful thing when someone that you love and is very close to you goes, leave it, like stop that now. My thing is this: um, I have full empathy for your cousin, and I also understand about like wh- wondering about whether or not your role is to be the person. Just say it. You've got more empathy for the not. guy that broke up with him. No, mm-hmm. actually, what I was, no, what I was actually going to say is. I think it's interesting that all of your questions are sort of geared towards your cousin's feelings, which is kind of how your relationship dynamic has manifested as well. It's like all about how she's feeling, not like upsetting her when she's already been upset, her expressing all of her feelings at you, even if you're not ready to hold them, all of those things. Yeah. And there's no real question of like what you want or need or can put up with. So I don't think you have to do tough love to be expressive of your own boundaries. Sorry to say boundaries. I know it's an annoying word, but I think like you don't you don't have to be like you need to get over this or you know yes you you do she does she does or that you should be over this by now any of that prescriptive stuff. But what you can say is I am now at a place with this Mm -hmm. where 
I feel like I've been carrying it with you for a while and I can't do that at the minute any, or like for a while because it's too much. Seriously and though, if your cousin said that to you, you'd be like, fuck off. Like, no, 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 but you don't have to be like, you don't have to say this, you don't have to use like the therapizing language. You don't have to do the Irish anymore. accent or anything. You don't have to, yeah, you don't have to do the accent, mm-hmm. you don't have to be like, I can't hold this for any longer, but you can say, I'm in a place where I need to talk about other things with you because I miss you and I miss talking about other things. And also like, it means that we don't often necessarily ask me any questions or, but like boundaries wise, I think I've said all I can say on it. I don't have any further advice and it's really costly for me to keep going over it with you. So some of the time I need at least like every third time we hang out to not talk about it. Let's play Sylvanian families online. But I think if you say like, I just need to not talk about it sometimes, that's then they really do find it awkward to bring it up, which is great. So you don't have to be like, this is tough love. You can be like, this is boundary setting. That was really evil, Catherine. That's a great answer. That's very smart. That's not evil. That's just fair. We found out earlier that Catherine's 5% evil. I'm not. 5% is is fine. It's all right. No. I'm like fully chaotic evil. If I told you that Paul Pot is is 7% evil. Paul Pot, 7% evil. You're just making this shit up. Yeah. (laughs) But if I told you that, how does your perception change? It doesn't at all. Idiot mean (laughs) 6.3. Changes now, doesn't it? You have it? got to stop listening to podcasts about dictators. Robert Mugabe. There it is. Uh-huh. Actually, 20%. Now she's just really showing terrible off. Terrible job in general. She's just showing off the ones she knows. That's all that's happening. Come on, get through them. Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> um, Stalin. Hitler, obvi. Mm. Um, how, how evil is Hitler? Mussolini. Bad. Like, oh, what, like bad. Mary, bad. 80%? Mary. Oh. 90. Mary. Really bad. Really I mean, bad. <laughs> Mary. Really Hitler. bad. Well, this quiz, how are we... It's, I'm making it up. <laughs> I'm defining people. The um, quiz was based on whether you'd give up your seat for Franco! an ugly person. <laughs> Franco, wow. Franco. Sorry, she likes to shout things. She uh. does. Oh my God, Mary O'Connell. Where can people find you if they want to come see you do some comedy? Um, they can find me on Instagram at Mary with the gold shoes. I don't wear the gold shoes anymore because they hurt my feet. Um, they were incredible really though. Aspirational ta- yes, handle. Yeah, yeah. And on TikTok, Mary with the TikTok. And on Twitter, Mary does gigs. We don't have um, a cohesive. A cohesive yeah, but, okay. but that's okay. That's who I am. I'm not super consistent Chaos. in the posting. But if this episode goes out before January the 13th, I've it got will. a work in oh, progress yeah. show at Two North Down that Great. people can come see. It's going out like now. Oh, sick. Great. January 13th when everything's depressing and you just need to see a funny person try new ideas. Yeah, yeah. Two North Down, go see Mary. That's a good idea. That's a great shout out. <laughs> and then... Once you've followed Mary, yeah. how about you do a little favour for your Christmas fairies? Myself and Catherine Mary Joseph Bohart. That's not my name. By going onto our Instagram and following me at Helen Babauer and <laughs> Catherine Bohart at Catherine Bohart. Yeah, I'm going with my name. Sorry, guys. So boring. And then go on our YouTube and like this video and comment on it and then subscribe and then go on our Instagram at Tristy Hogs and follow that and like everything we've ever posted and then write nice comments under all of our reels and then join our patron. Helen, give me the coffee. No! Mary, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been so nice having you here. What a lovely guest. Um, tell other comedians it's nice and not as terrible as it probably seemed. Helen, come back into the shop, Helen. <laughs> Helen, say goodbye to Mary. Bye, Mary. Bye. <laughs> Mary O'Connell, everybody. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.